Okay, Baruch Hashem. Oh, thank you so much. Baruch Hashem, we're blessed to begin another day. We're bl- blessed to be alive. We're blessed to be able to change and to grow because that's the purpose of life. The purpose of life, as the Gra says, is for a person to work on himself and to make himself better. The animals, animals don't work on themselves. Not that I'm aware of. Animals don't wake up in the morning and say, okay, how could I, how could I grow? How could I connect myself? And the angels as well. Angels don't have to work on themselves. They have a very clear mission. The only being that has this ability to change and transform and to grow and to be aware is, is man, is, is, a, is a person. Especially as a Jew... As a Jew, that is our purpose in the world. That's why they don't like us in this world. The reason they don't like us is because Esau just wanted to eat and drink and uh, just have fun and was lazy. Esau was very lazy. Just, uh, that's why his name is Esau Asui. I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm complete. I don't, want to, I don't want to have to fix myself. A Jew... Eight days old, he's already fixing himself. We're already fixing an eight-day-old baby. What are we fixing him? To show that that's the purpose of life, is to fix oneself and to change oneself. And the winds of the Sahara, the winds of the world, want a person to be lazy and want a person not to do anything. To, uh, as the Masil Sharm writes, that a person is very heavy, he's coveted, He's lazy. He's he's naturally like that. We're naturally very uh, very lazy, and we're naturally we don't want to do things. Especially in our generation, right? It used to be if you didn't if you didn't get to work, you wouldn't eat that day. If you didn't go hunting that morning, you didn't uh, you didn't eat, right? Just like the animal kingdom, right? If they don't if they don't hunt, if they there's no lazy animals can't be lazy because then they won't survive but a person can can go ahead and and do nothing and he could survive but that's where depression comes from that's where sadness comes from because the shot is is that we're made to work we're made to push and we're made to adam la'amal yula that's why we're put in this world we're put in this world and the yetzahara of course wants us to to hate the work and the Yitzhahara wants us to despise the fact that we have to go against our midos, right? What happens when a person meets somebody or is invo- involved in a relationship with someone and then you're forced to have to change yourself? It's, it's probably one of the hardest things for a person to do, to say, oh my gosh, I got to hold myself back from saying what I want to say. I, wanna, I, gotta, I, ca- I gotta act differently. Uh, that's why people have t- challenges when it comes to marriage for that reason because it's day in, day out with your children also you'll see right? you're constantly having to work on yourself you're constantly having to change yourself they say Reb Shach said about Reb Chatzkel that they say that when he was, was, was maspid when he eulogized Reb Chatzkel Levenstein so he says I never met a person like him so they asked him, what's the shot that you never met a person like him? You met the Chavetz Chaim. 
Chavetz Chaim was the Chavetz Chaim. So what do you mean you never met a person like Rav Chatzkel? He said, the pshat is, is that I never met someone who whatever he wanted to do, he didn't do. And whatever he didn't want to do, he did. That was Rav Chatzkel. What does that mean? Whatever it was, whatever it was, he, was, he wanted to go against his grain. He wanted to go against what it is that he was naturally, naturally wanted to do. Dead fish go with the flow. Right? Anything that's not alive just goes with the flow. When you want to go ahead and you want to change yourself and you want to grow, so growth naturally means that you're going against the flow of who you are. Now, I want to say something. That goes into, that goes into learning how to appreciate yourself as well. People think, oh, wait, so that means that I always just got to, you know, push and push and push and push and push and push and push. Right? Sometimes it's not about pushing and pushing and pushing because maybe your flow and maybe your regular thing is to push and push and push and push. Maybe it is, and that's what we're going to talk about in purity of speech. Maybe it's about learning to be more loving to yourself. Maybe it's learning to be more positive with yourself. Maybe it's learning to be more accepting of yourself. Maybe that's going against your flow. People think that naturally what is going against your green means, okay, I got to push harder, I got to do this harder, I got to whatever it is. Sometimes it's about experiencing. Someone, you know, many, many guys I've been telling to go to yoga. Why, what does yoga do for a person? It slows you down. It slows you down. It slows down your, your, your brain. It makes you more present, right? especially in our generation. That's one of the things that we need to learn to do more is to slow down our thoughts can be a million miles per hour, and we can't get out of the, the, um, the, um, the, 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 I don't know what the word is, but the, the merry-go-round, so to speak, of our thoughts, that we're just constantly having what? Maelstrom. The what? Maelstrom. Okay, I don't know what that is. Right, like, uh, yeah, the, the shot is, and, and like, we know that we, we many times have the same thoughts. Most of the time, the thoughts are just the same thoughts. And in order for a person to learn to look at the good on somebody, to find the good, to be a person who is truly, truly a loving person to other people. You're not made like that. People think, oh, that guy is such a loving guy. That person, it's so easy for them. It's not, it, it doesn't work for them. It doesn't work like that. Somebody who works on positivity, someone who works on, on loving themselves more, seeing the good in themselves, seeing the good in others. It's something that takes work. It takes work like anything else. It takes constant work, and the, the results are, are uh, in, incredible uh, told us. They're incredible fruits when a person begins to love himself more, when a person begins to feed himself with better thoughts of who he is. And it's a daily, it's something that a person has to do it, do daily. As we say, as I've said on the, the profile of the quote chat, that, that, that uh, it, it, it doesn't last. That's why we recommend it daily. It's just like taking a shower, just like having a food. You can't say, okay, I ate yesterday. I was positive yesterday, so I don't have to be positive today. No, just because you were positive yesterday, just because you had a good day yesterday, does not mean that you don't have to start again and you need to learn. A person needs to do that in order to see the good in everybody else. That's why we learn the Hilchus Lashon Hara. As the Chavetz Chaim promises us is that someone who learns the Halachas
someone who learns about what you're allowed to say, what you're not allowed to say. He promises that our Yetzirah for speaking negatively to seeing negatively will disappear eventually. And it all means that you will man b'chai who wants life in this world. Your life will be better. Your life will be a better life when you practice this. Okay, let's begin. Question, comments, and then we'll begin with uh, page 179, day 69, on Avak Rechilas. Question, comments? How, how do you say you'll get that Yitzhah Hara disappear? That's what he says when you look. Oh, when, you, when we do what we do. That's what he says. He says, you learn the halachas of Lashon Hara, and you just learn the halachas every day, and eventually it'll go away. Yeah, that's what, that's what he promises. Pretty good. And the Chavetz Chaim is uh, good for his word. That's for sure. Did I make a bracha? I don't think I did. Baruch atah Adonai Eloheinu Melech Olam Sha'akol Nebed Baral. Amen. Okay. And just on a practical level, El Yakum, besides the promise, my experience is, is that when a person, when a person... Uh, learns, learns not to say it outside and not to talk, so then he has to deal with it on the inside, and he realizes that, that I have to fix myself. If you're constantly talking negatively about someone, so then you're never really fixing the problem. You're not fixing the problem because you're sort of venting it out on the other person. You're not really dealing with the main problem, which is, which is really... Yourself. Yes? I think that we're right now in an environment that we don't find a lot of We don't see people talking about other people. This is the environment I've been in the last couple of months. And uh, last week I was seeing a group of guys who were just they were making fun with themselves about one of the waiters. They were just talking, like they were making fun of him nonstop. And I would enjoy it very, very much. Not a long time ago, and I really felt uncomfortable. And I would say, "Guy," and there's no really Israel. They said, "But it's not that mecha." But I really felt uncomfortable. I was, I was really sitting here, like feeling nervous. But by just sitting in this place, and you're aware, like, what's, what's wrong with you? I didn't say anything, but like, what, stop it. So I, I think you don't, you're not out there to see the negativity that I have here. But by just sitting there, here. You will go out of the field. Oh, amazing. Beautiful. 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 It's true. Beautiful. It brings a sensitivity. Beautiful. Okay, good. Uh, so we're on day 69, page 179. Avak the information just hints at something negative. Statements which do not contain outright negative information, yet nevertheless cause hurt feelings fall under the category of rechilas. For example, again, remember what rechilas is, is that you're putting, you're pinning two people against each other. Lashon Hara is you tell someone about someone else. Rechilas is something negative about somebody else. Rechilas is where you're pinning two people to not like each other. So he says, the example is you tell your brother, yesterday when I mentioned your name to our cousin, he said, I don't even want to talk about him. Since the statement can cause your brother to feel hurt, it is forbidden. So even though you didn't say 
specific information, but since you hinted to information, since you hinted to something negative, so therefore you're not allowed to say that. Right? You're not allowed to say that, oh gosh, you know, he didn't even want to talk about you uh, showing that there are ill feelings between him and his brother. That is totally forbidden. That's Hilchus Rechilas Ches and Aleph. Okay, question, comments on that? Yes. Um, when, when does something become relevant enough or big enough for uh, someone to say or to comment or to uh, spread the word of, of, of someone's bad deed? Meaning, Latoelas. Yeah. So, so there are halachas, that's a good question. So there are halachas in um, the Chavaz Chaim, which we'll, we'll, we'll speak about at some point, where there are reasons why you have to say something over. If someone's going to cheat you in business, if someone's going to hurt you, said, so then in circumstances like that, then you have to warn the other person, you have to listen to it. Right, the Torah wants you to protect yourself. Mm-hmm. So you can't go ahead and say, you know, uh, like Rabbi Ackerman was talking about an example where they're talking about even a guy, he was saying, that he was uncomfortable even talking about a guy. But if, if you're, uh, uh, you know, in the army, right, and they're, and they're telling you about this guy you've got to watch out for, you can't say, oh, I'm not, I don't want to talk bad about another, about a, a person. You have to. If someone's going to hurt you, you have to. Good question. Okay, Hashem will help each and every one of us. Let us be zocha to learn the halachas every day. And let us be zocha to continue. Hashem will help us continue to learn the halachas. Because if we learn the halachas, then we receive the promise of the Chavetz Chaim. Which is that we will eventually not speak any Lashon Hara. We know that Lashon Hara, speaking Lashon Hara, is, uh, is from the worst Averos that a person can do. It is a terrible, terrible Avera. It's something that hurts yourself. It hurts other people. It's also something that's very hard to do teshuva for. Something that is the reason that we are still in Gullus. Just to remind everybody, the reason that we are in Gullus is because of Lashon Hara, says the Chavetz Chaim. Because of Sinas Chinam. And therefore Hashem will help each and every one of us to be Zoha, not to speak any Lashon Hara today. Every day, us and all the Jewish people. Okay, let us uh, finish up Parak Hay, or at least learn the end of Parak Hay in Mesil Sisharim, where we said there are three very clear reasons why I want to change and I have difficulty making the changes that I want to change. Right? I'm inspired to change, I'm motivated to change, but. I have three reasons that will hold me back from change. Number one is I'm too busy. I'm too busy in my daily schedule. Number two is that I'm distracted. I hear a great cheer. I'm inspired, but uh, I, I'm distracted. I'm distracted. Something else is always distracting me from the keeping my main thing the main thing. That's number two. And the third reason says the Mesil Sisharim, and I read it over here. Here we go. Vahamafsid Hashlishi, the third detractor from change, is Chevra, which is your friends. Your friends will either 
help you or your friends will kill you. It's the way it works in life. Dahainu says in Mitzil Sharm, Hachevras Hatipshim. When you hang out with stupid people, the Hachotim, and you hang out with people who do the bad, bad things and wrong things. As, Dov, as Shlomo Amelech says, Veroek Silim Yeroa. If you connect yourself with fools, you will be broken. Now listen to what he says. Listen to the words of the Mesil Sisharim. So blessed to have the Mesil Sisharim. Listen to what he says. Even after a person clarifies what he's got to do. I know what I got to do. It's true. I'm clear. I got it. He won't do it. He'll be weak in doing it. Or he won't do it properly. Why? Because he doesn't want his friends to mock him. He doesn't want to lose friends. He doesn't want to look different. He doesn't want to look a little bit strange. He doesn't want to detach himself from the chevra, we'll call it the boys, or in order to be accepted, I want to be accepted by everyone, and especially when you're a little bit younger, it's much harder, I would never tell this to anybody in high school, in high school I would say, just have a lot of friends, but once you graduate, nobody here is in high school, and if you are, well, I don't think anybody here is in high school, so there's no problem, but once you graduate high school, what? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, correct. So, so, but that, but that's, but that's, but that's the person's problem, Shlaimi. I'm talking about here. Technically, we're trying to get out of high school. We're trying to graduate high school. So, in high school, have all the friends in the world, and that's very important to have friends. What happens is when you become 20, 21, 22, and you're still looking for friends. There's only one friend you want to be looking for at that point. And who's that? Who said that? Who said your wife? Gabi, your wife. Exactly. Gabi found his friend. Right, exactly. That's the one, right? No, that's the truth. That's what, now, she's not, she's, she's not your friend. She's, she's greater than your friend. But, but, that, but the, point is, the point is, when people are looking for the chevra, they're still looking for the boys for the chevra at 21, 22, 23... Right? Right? I challenged somebody like that. I challenged them. I said, what are you, what are, what are you looking for? To do elementary school and high school is over. Now it's time to start creating your life. And what happens is people are missing, when they're missing that friendship, that, that uh, connection, and they never were able to break away. They were never able to live the life that they want to live. So they're sort of living in their past and they're sort of trying to, to live and trying to relive exa- what, what it is that they're missing. And he says very clearly, yeah, Ben, you had a question? Or a comment? Um, yeah, a bit of a comment. So it's a trip because you think about it, the external influence has a lot of influence, but it works both ways. Like you always say, you don't have to be learning, but just spend time in the base and the external influence will take effect. Have the right friends. Exactly. And the rest will just come. Exactly. Beautiful. Well said, man. <laughs> well, what, what Ben's saying, yes, Eliakim. I was just going to say, 
read this somewhere, I'm not sure like exactly how true it is, but it's like an interesting idea that you are the average of right. the five people you spend the most time. Right, right, right. We said that the other day also. Yes. Yeah. Makes sense. It makes sense. Right. Right. Well well I think what I think what Ben is saying is and, and what El Yakum I think I think the shot is is that when you when you hang around a certain group of people so, so they, may, they do have an influence on you. They have a tremendous influence. Like Ben's saying, if people hang around the base medrash, I could, I could guarantee you, I can guarantee you if you check people in our yeshiva, level of happiness, level, level of growth, level of change, level of, of, you know, being, working on their self-esteem. Very good, Zach. I would say if they would count the amount of hours that they spend in the base medrash, I guarantee you that when someone is growing more and someone is more focused, they're hanging around certain places. When you're hanging around other places and you're hanging around other people, so there is no way, it's not possible that you're going to be able to develop properly. And he says, and the Masil Sharm says straight out, Arab. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to say one thing. Rashid was very nice last night when he spoke about how um, he's been friends for a very long time. And the truth is, um, it's a little bit counterintuitive, like a real friendship. A real friendship, like I've been friends with Rashiva for a very long time, but he makes me uncomfortable. Right? He makes me uncomfortable because I. Uh, every time I'm with him, so I see things that are um, amazing about him. You guys understand him, understand me, right? I see things that are amazing about him, and it makes me uncomfortable because I want to be better. So it's a little bit, those are the kind of friends that I honestly think are the most important friends to have, and those are the ones that make you feel a little bit uncomfortable, yet you love them so much, you think they're so amazing, but you're a little bit uncomfortable. You feel like you have to be better. You feel like you want to be better. And if you should have a friend that makes you a little bit uncomfortable about yourself in a healthy way, where you just constantly want to be better and better. And <laughs> Sorry for making you uncomfortable. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> you remind me, yes. Is there like a, a, a time or a situation or a time in life, uh, even if the person is you know, married or, or, or he's busy during the day, that Rebbe would like recommend that it's good to have you know, friends? It's, it's, good it's good to have a friend. It says, Kenelecha Chavar. It doesn't say Kenelecha Chaverim. That's again, that's for high school, have a lot of friends, the boys, we're all together, I'm part of the chevra, very, very important. Social is very, could be even in yeshiva, first year, it's good to, to feel you're friendly, I'm popular, very, very important, very healthy. But that's more just a social, it's a social thing. I don't know how it works on social media, that people have likes and they have friends, I have no idea that world, but it could be it's a similar thing, I have a lot of likes. I have a lot of friends, right? I have a lot of whatever it might be. That's great. 
But it's, it never says, the Mishnah doesn't say, the Torah doesn't tell us to have friends. It says, have one friend, have a good friend. So even when you're married, sure, you need a good friend. You need, a, you need someone to talk things out. You need a Rebbe. You need a friend or two. That's what I've seen in my life. Of course, you have a lot of friends from high school and you reminisce and it's cute and you give a hug, what's up, how you doing? I'm saying someone who you really, you really connect to and, and like Rabbi Tawil is saying, someone who, who makes you better, who could challenge you, who could say, who could say well, you know, why aren't you pushing yourself more? Why, why are you giving in? You could do better than that in a good way. You could, someone, listen, I, 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 I know with myself, the, the, the friends who I have are friends who I, who I look up to, who I look up to, who I say, wow, that guy's awesome. That guy's doing well in business. That guy's a big Talmud Chacham. That guy's, you know, works on himself. That guy's very successful. He works very hard. <coughs> so that's a friend. It's not about friends. You hear the difference? About, like Rabbi Tawil was saying, find somebody who, who I know myself. I, uh, you know, I grew up with a, bro- with a brother uh, very close in age with me. He was a little bit older, and we were very competitive. And he says, he says the, the best thing for him was that he was a year and a half older than me. And, uh, and he very, very, very um, successful, Bliyayin Hara, even to this day. Like an amazing, amazing guy. Like one of the greatest. I'm not just saying it because he's my brother. If you met him, you'd be like, this guy is like the greatest guy in the world. And it was very hard for me and great for me at the same time. Because, because I had a brother who as a kid was playing ball. He was always the best in ball. So it forced me to, to chase him. He always got, did well in school. So it forced me to chase him. He, he was always, and then he always said about me, he always said about me that I always made him better. Why? Because I was on his t- tail. I was on his tail. If he wouldn't work hard in ball, I'd be better than him. If he wasn't working hard in school, I'd be better than him. So to have a younger brother, I never had a younger brother. I had a younger sister, much younger, so there wasn't much competition over there. But maybe I'd be even better, you know, I'd be better than I am now if I had someone on my tail pushing me for greatness. And that's the key. And that's the key. You want greatness? You want greatness, and you want to live the life that you want to live. You must hang around. That's why, God willing, when you look for a wife, when you look for a wife, and I say this a lot to guys, you want to look for someone who is a million times better, better than you. You want to look for someone who is just incredible, who's, who's stronger than you, who's more independent, who's better, who's blah, blah, blah. Okay, hopefully she looks at you as the same way, that you're better than her. But you really want it to be. You don't want to go ahead because if you do that, then you're living a life where you're chasing someone that's very good. Right? What's the story? Who's, who's that story? We've said that with the, uh, who's the story with, with one, of, one of the gedolim where he said that the shoemaker made me uh, into who I was because he had the neighbor. His neighbor got up at five in the morning. He was a shoemaker and he said, oh my gosh, my shoemaker is getting up at five in the morning. Right? His neighbor was a shoemaker. He'd look next door and he'd see the light on at five in the morning. He'd go, he'd say like, oh my gosh. That shoemaker gets up at 5 in the morning and I learn Torah and I get up after him. So he woke up at 4.30. And then the shoemaker saw him. 
the next morning. And he's like, that guy only learns Torah and I got to make shoes and I'm waking up later than him. So he started waking up at like 4.20. And then the guy woke up. It's a true story. It's a true story. And then he looked at him and he's like, oh my gosh. And he says, my, I became, I became, who's it? Oh, he says, I became whoever I became because of the shoemaker. But that's great. That's amazing. That's what you want in life. You want in life to hang, hang around people who are better than you. You want to be, right? Everyone knows in sports, anyone who plays basketball, if you're playing against somebody who's worse than you, you will never get better. You will never, ever, ever get better. When you're playing against someone who's better than you and he keeps on shutting you down, that will help you get better and better and better. So could you imagine in life? Could you imagine in life? That's why it's so important to hang around people like that. Yes? When it comes to marriage and finding a wife, what's the optimal thing to be find someone who has different strengths? than you and you have strengths in certain areas that are better that way you both motivate each other instead of it being one party is just bigger than the other like in business you want different people that have different stuff to the table everyone brings their own value so in marriage you're asking a question well you'll be marrying a woman but i'm saying is it so the same it way does. you want her to have strengths in different right, areas so, so i, I just said i just said god willing you'll be marrying a woman right yeah so that's a different She's a woman, you're a man. That enough is a massive difference besides the other million differences. Even two men have infinite differences, but you're marrying a total. That's why Hashem made it that way. So don't worry about that. You got time anyway, Ben. But of course you're going to marry someone, of course. Of course. In the beginning it's like, oh, we love the same color. We're so in love. Oh, we love the same ice cream. Whoa, that's so cool. We're a match made in heaven. Shkoyach. Okay. Yeah. Talk to me in six months. But the point is, right, like you're saying, okay, of course, that's a whole different conversation. But, but the point is, the point is, that's already, you know, complementing each other, syner, synergizing, strengthening each other. Yes. Who had their hand? Oh, Eliakim. Uh, kind of similar to like you and your brother thing. I remember LeBron said that Kevin Durant is what keeps him going. Right. He keeps him pushing every single day because he sees he's right on his tail. Right. Beautiful. That's what keeps him that's Beautiful. Him up in okay, I like that. I'll, I'll tell that to my brother. I'll leave a message for my brother after Sheer. I will say, LeBron and Kevin, you know, it's a good, uh, uh, even though that's not my day. Mine was magic. We were magic. He was magic and I was Larry Bird. So that was the, uh, that was the, uh, yeah, that was right. Huh? Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, but that's what that's that's what we growing up. That's what it was. I loved Larry, and he loved magic. Yeah. <laughs> Doctor J was before. Yeah. So what, what happens if uh, for, for a very very long time you're practicing something and uh, you know you struggle together, you do it together, etc. Yeah. And then, like you 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 start catching the shit and everything, and you go to far different ways. Yeah. Day. You want to stay connected to this person, but you can't. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, you, you really can't. It's yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah, correct. I've been there, been there, been there, done that. You, you give up the relationship? Uh, if you have to, yeah, you do. You'll, it'll, come, it'll, it'll come back. It'll come back. I've had friends of mine 
who uh, during different stages I had to do I had to do my thing. It wasn't it wasn't a negative. Uh, there was never anything negative. Yeah, but you got you got to live your life. You got to do your thing. It'll come back. They'll respect you. People at the end of the day will respect you for for being you, and will incur a real friend will will push you away in a good way and say run along and go do what you got to do. A real uh, if it's a real friend, chi- childhood friends, friends who really you've grown with. Uh, that what? Really Someone who cares about you is gonna is going to encourage you to go on your path and to leave him, to leave him. Even if he doesn't, of course, chas v'shalom. You don't have to make a statement and say I'm never talking to you again. That's 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 high school. Or that's immature. Or whatever. There's no reason to ever say. But to do your path, and eventually, as you get older, you'll see. You guys are still a little bit young. You'll see. People at the end of the day will respect will respect you, God willing, when you get married and you have a family and you make something of yourself and you're someone, the world, you have to remember, guys, you have to remember, the world, the, the regular classic world, if you're going to go with the flow, does not create, it creates more madness and, and confusion. The, the natural state is madness and confusion, insanity and confusion of running after making money, running after stupid things. The world is only going to be producing for us more and more gadgets and more and more wild and crazy things. The world is not like, okay, we've had enough of the craziness, we're going to slow down. The world is, is, is working very hard, meaning the Sahara is working very hard to create more and more craziness for people. Craziness and, 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 and things for people. So the natural path, if you're not going to work equally hard, if you're not going to work equally hard to become sane and to become healthy and to become someone who is a beautiful person, if you're not going to work very hard to become that, then you're... you're it's one of the reasons the, the, it says, the Gemara in Sukkah says, that La'asid, the Tzaddikim are going to cry when Hashem shechs the Yetzirah. Why are the Tzaddikim going to cry when Hashem is going to shech the Yetzirah? L'chayra, it should be, they're going to be happy. It doesn't mean they're going to cry out of happiness when Hashem, La'asid, is going to shech the Yetzirah. So the Gemara says, the Rishayim, halalu baychem, halalu baychem. Both the Rishayim and the Tzaddikim are going to cry. Right? Why are the Tzaddikim going to cry? So I think it says, I think the Marsha says over there, the reason they're going to cry is because they realize how the Yetzirah was there to make them better. The Yetzirah was there to make you who you are. The Yetzirah was there to make you a better person. There's nothing to be upset when you see you have tithes. There's nothing to be upset when you see you have laziness. There's nothing to be upset. It's the exact opposite. It means that there's something pushing against you and you need to rise above it and you need to work equally hard. And the bigger your Yetzirah, the more of that is assigned to you. The harder it is, that means that you have so much more greatness inside because it means who's working very hard against you? The Yetzirah is working hard. Why is he working so hard? Why is the Yetzirah working so hard? The reason the Yetzirah is working so hard is because 
He knows if he lets go of you, you're going to be successful. So we have to. And this is why it's so important to be very clear of who you are hanging around with. It's so important who your friends are and who you are better than friends. Who you are spending time with. Who is it that you're having conversations with? What are those conversations about? What do you spend your time talking about? When you sit at a Shabbos meal, when you sit at the lunch table, ask yourself today, who do I sit next to during lunch and what do we talk about? Who do I sit next to during supper and what do I talk about? Who are the friends who I'm, who I'm friendly with and what is it that the conversations are? And that will define, I think, El Yaakov, that's the point. Then it, it's of course going to be who you are. Because if those are the conversations, if the people you're talking to are people who are saying, okay, I'm growing, I'm going back to the base, I'm trying to connect to Hanukkah, I'm trying to work on myself. So that's what's going to be in your life. If it's a conversation about nothingness, about stupidity, then that's what you're, that's what you're going to do. That's what you're, that's, that, that, that is who you're going to be. And look, look, look what he says, and we'll end off with this. He says, always, It's always good to compare it to making money. Chazal very much. The Chazal compare having Yerushalayim and being a, a, a Jew who is a successful Jew to people who want to make money. Why? Because that we can relate to. When it comes to making money, what would you do? If someone offered you a million dollar job, but you're not going to be able to hang out with the boys anymore, what would you do? Would you be like, I don't want to make him feel bad. I'm going to, I'm going to still hang out. You'd be like, see ya. You'd, you'd, you'd write a note. You probably wouldn't even leave a note to tell them I'm out. You wouldn't leave a note to say I'm done. What would you, what you would do is you'd be so excited. And that's what he says. If it was about making a lot of cash, would he not go for that job so that his friends don't mock him? Of course not. He says, But I'm willing to lose my soul so that people don't ridicule me because of what Right? Well, my, well, my friends, especially, Shimon, you'll like this one. Especially, I think you'll like this one. Especially, I don't want to scare anybody because we're, we're almost after the Venus Bonnet. Especially when you go back to the land of money. Rich, rich in money. Of money, 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 money. What are you doing? Of happiness. What are you doing in yeshiva? What are you wasting your time in yeshiva? Come on, you can go and you can go ahead. What are you wasting your time? You've already been there for a year. Already been there for a year. You've already been there for two years, whatever it is. What are you wasting your time? That's what's going to happen. That's what happens to people. That's what happens. Come on. Why are you wasting your time? Yeah. I'm not even going to comment about that. Al-Darul says, Get in there. What? Get in there. Get in there. What do you want me to tell you? What do you want me to tell you? We live in an upside down world, Shuki. What can I tell you? We live in an upside down world where people are praised. People are praised and people are willing. 
People successful. You say the word he's successful, it means how much money does he have? What do you do for a living? How much, that basically means what do you do for a living? How much money do you make? Hi, Shalom Aleichem. What do you do for a living? How much money is in your bank account? Right? He's doing very well. Right? If I told you, my friend's doing very well. What does that mean? He has a great relationship with his wife? No. It means he's got a lot of cash. He's very successful. What does that mean? He's a good father? Nope. It means he's got a lot of cash. It's all it comes down to. And I'm going to say again, I'm going to do this again. I love giving this bracha. It's one of my favorite brachas. I give everybody here a bracha that you'll make good money. Amen. Amen. You'll have all the money you need to, to spend, to buy, to pay pay for your children, to go on vacation, to buy a house, to live, to have a car, to pay your bills. Everyone here and some. Amen. Okay, great. That is not what life is about. That is not what life is about. That's not at all what life is about. It's a piece of life because we have to make a living. I'm not, I'm not denying that. You have to make a living and you have to get a job and you have to make sure that you support your family. And you, you, if you need to go to college, go to college. That's why I set up a college program here in Yeshiva. I'm being serious. I set up a college program, a master's program. Nobody got a PhD yet from here, but somebody will, I guarantee you, at one point, get a PhD from, from sitting here in Yeshiva while going to college. It's not a problem. I'm a very, very uh, big believer in going to college if you need to go to college. BMS, for real. But, but you don't have to, it doesn't have to be either or. You don't have to sacrifice your soul. You don't have to sacrifice your soul and your life. And you say, I want being successful to be, I'm a good father, I'm a good husband, I'm a good Jew, I'm someone who's sensitive to people, I don't talk Lush and Hara. That's, he's doing well. That, that's, that's what it means, he's doing well. I want to change my definition of what success means. You want to change in your mind the definition of what is considered successful. And again, it doesn't mean that you don't make a living. Yes, Shimon, you had a question. No, it's not a question. It's a statement. Yes. I like it, but I'm going to say it anyway. Yes. You know how um, you always say, if somebody has a problem with somebody outside, whatever, if I have a problem with someone, then it's really coming up inside. Mm-hmm. So it's funny. You go back to America, and everyone's always like, oh, what are you doing? Like, what? Oh, it was still good. I guess I'm not going to say it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, it'll come back. It'll come back. Yeah, yeah, it's Right. So, 
I would assume, probably, I would come up to Rebbe, you know, even if Rebbe's speaking with somebody, I might get in there and say, that, you know, that, like, we got to talk and have a conversation about that. Um, so, so how, how does a person, like what? So it's like my value for money versus my value for Torah? Like, what's the source of that, of that happening? Well, well, so you got, jo- you got offered a job for a million dollars? Not yet. No, I'm saying. So, what's your question? What's your question? If you would, if you would. No, Of course, money speaks to all of us. Of course. Right. So, what would make that difference for a person? If someone offered you a million dollars to not have a good relationship with your wife, would you take it? Nah. What? Why'd you say that so fast? Someone offered you five million dollars not to have a good relationship with your wife. Would you take it? I know you're not hesitating. He's not hesitating for the money. He's he's hesitating because he's processing what I'm the power of what I'm saying. Correct. Think on that one. Hashem will help each and every one of us. Hashem will help each and every one of us. Let us be Zoha. Let each and every one of us be Zoha to, to focus on what's most important in our lives, to focus on what our life is truly about, and especially during Hanukkah. Hanukkah is a very, 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 very holy time. It's a very holy time. And Hashem will help us as you're looking at the fifth candle tonight. I can't believe it's, it goes by so fast. Tonight is the fifth candle. Let us look at the candles. Let us get clarity of life from the Nehru's Hanukkah. Let us get clarity of life from the light because we live in a dark world and that light will, will connect to our neshama, to our soul, to our purpose in this world. And don't worry about your past. Your past is something that is very confusing sometimes. My advice to everybody, especially at your age, when you get to my age, we can start talking about your past. Maybe a little bit younger, but till now, now you don't have to think about your past. All you got to do is live today because the best thing that you could do for your past and the best thing you could do for your future is you could live today to the greatest that you could live today. Because if you want to fix your past, you just have a great today. And if you want to create the future that you want to create, just have a great today. So either way you slice it, have a great, t- great day today, because today is the first day of the rest of your life. Have a wonderful day, everybody.